another episode of AT Talks. Uh, this is uh, we're not really a topic of, of any kind that we voted on or any kind of episode or special series. Uh, we're just talking about what's going on in the world because everything's on fire and there's a lot of ATs with a lot of downtime. So today we are back with famous TikToker on the intranets. Uh, Matt, Matt, if you could quickly introduce yourself. Uh, yeah, so I am Matt Shear. Um, I'm currently at in a college setting. Um, and I'm about two years out from, uh, from graduating. So two years certified and just kind of still trying to figure out my way through this. Mm-hmm. What state are you practicing in? Uh, currently in Ohio. Ohio. And uh, do you guys have sports right now? Um, I mean, currently we just got, everything just got suspended. Okay. Um, at least by our conference. Um, and everything's going to be reanalyze or like looked at to see if we can start it up again around like April 6th. So we have to get wow. I believe five or six out of like the 11 teams in our conference to kind of commit to being able to say, yeah, we're good with it. And then we'll only kind of play for a conference championship. Um, so yeah, it's kind of where we're at um, in terms of some of our sports, my sport that I'm working currently in lacrosse, we currently only have five teams in the conference and two have canceled their seasons. So that leaves us with three. So not sure how that's going to work out. Are you guys practicing at all? Uh, I don't believe so because a lot of our guys, they're like somewhat local, um, but they're like 30, 40 minutes away. And we just closed all of, well, a week from yesterday will be the last day that students will be allowed to live in the dorms. Okay. So we're, everyone's in the process of closing down. So what's the plan for the next three weeks and for work? Uh, I'll be finding that out tomorrow morning. So we're going to meet with um, my staff and I are going to get together as well as meet with like our docs, our team docs and physicians that we bring in um, and kind of see how they want to proceed because healthcare doesn't stop during breaks, <laughs> unfortunately. So um, yeah, because we got a couple kids already asking me as well as other people on staff, like, hey, can I still come in? Those that are like really, really local. Mm-hmm. So, is this going to affect your um, how you get paid and stuff? Do you know? No, luckily I am salary, and from what I remember, your salary as well. I, am. I think I saw that on a tweet. So yeah, us salary guys are good, uh, which will be real nice. Um, I think if I was hourly, I might be stressing a little bit more. At least like asking my boss if I can just like clock in, go there and just sit and clock in and figure out something to do. Yeah, something, anything. there's a lot of uh, people freaking out because um, they're afraid or the situation that they're in that they're not going to get paid or paid less and it's going to affect their bills and stuff. Yeah. Um, But that's not something I would ever think of because I am salary. And for for us, um, there's always a clinical component outside of the high school. So there's other things to do. But I I just look at it as though this is like June. Mm-hmm. you don't really work much in June anyway, but you get your regular checks. And then in September, October, November, you work a bajillion hours a week with football and soccer and volleyball and tennis and stuff. So there's like, there's low months and there's high months. So for me, it doesn't affect me. But apparently for a lot of people on Twitter, they will be <laughs> affected in a negative way. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't even take into account all the people that have been affected just because their lives are sports and now there are no sports. Yeah. Which this, yeah, it's, 
it'll be a huge transition, I think, for everyone in the field outside of like the fans of the sports, obviously, but and all the athletes. But I think, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see kind of how everything pans out now that, especially with the epidemic kind of slowly, it sounds like getting bigger and bigger. Like if there's more people where we're needed to really kind of go into action other places than just like high schools. So I know that's one option that my boss had mentioned that we might be having to help out. But for the most part, I think we're going to run it kind of like how you are kind of like in that June timeframe where you don't really have much to do. Now, here's a question for you. Do you think, um, do you think this is going to allow some athletic trainers to take a step back and find their identity outside of sports? Huh? Cause let, let me, let me tell you what I'm seeing on Twitter. I'm, yeah. seeing, I'm seeing a lot of athletic trainers that do not have an identity outside of being an athletic trainer. Right. Now, now they're wondering, Hey, what do I do with my life with all this downtime? Um, mm-hmm. So my, so I think um, looking on a positive side, this is a good thing for those individuals to take a step back and, and realize all the other passions they may have in their life and to do other things that maybe they used to do and they just ran out of time even if that's just little stupid hobbies, like I have little stupid hobbies, or if that's talking to people they haven't talked to in a while. So I think this can mm-hmm. be a very good thing. Yeah. And yeah, cause that's something that I've like as a former college athlete, cause I played um, lacrosse in college. And so like the past like year and a half or so since then I've been like trying to figure out, okay, what is my identity outside of athletics? And I think I'm still trying to figure that out because like every day, like, we're involved in sports. So now I think this lull in uh, sports is definitely going to provide a time for growth for us as long as we lean on to that. We have to at least be open to it, I think. And if we just kind of sit around and it's like, okay, well, I'm going to really open up and uh, check out some Netflix and see how good of a Netflix and chill guy I can be. <laughs> I don't think we're going to find our identity really well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I put on my Facebook a couple hours ago. It's pretty it's pretty private. I only got like family on there and stuff. I put uh how much Disney Plus do I need to watch to kickstart their stock? <laughs> I know. I might have to start researching stocks and buying what well because I, I own Disney stocks and um they have completely tumbled. Just like everybody <laughs> yeah. else has um in the last two weeks. So it's just crazy. Um Yeah. I think yeah. I'm also gonna plan on like taking this time to kind of jumpstart I guess like my summer in terms of like all the things that I was kind of putting off once I had more time in terms of reviewing like different anatomy or just kind of learning more topics and subjects um, like more stuff in strength and conditioning um, and kind of really delving into that so I might take some extra time do that as well as get ahead of the curve on those CEUs that we all seem to put off (laughs) yeah what um Monday so I'll be in the clinic eight to noon on Monday yeah. And then afterwards, I'm going to go to my school and see what's going on, get the update by, you know, face to face. And then I'm going to spend an hour or two with my emergency action plan and my policies and procedure manual. And I'm going to identify what we do well, what we don't do well, and then just little changes that because you're always learning and it's a couple months old and there's some things I want to change and rephrase. So I'm going to, I'm going to be um, diving into that tomorrow and probably Tuesday and then I'll probably do it the rest of the week and I think that's a great thing athletic trainers can do with all their free time 
especially mm -hmm. if you're at a secondary school and you're looking to become one of those uh, NATA safe sports schools. Right. I would highly recommend it. Now, if you're um, uh, collegiate people, you don't have a safe sports school because that's secondary setting, but you can always look at those emergency action plans and those policies and procedures and see what we can do better and how we can deliver better healthcare. Yep. Agreed. I think we planned on, we definitely planned on doing that in the summer sometime, but we might be moving that up now. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a lot of options, you know, if, yeah. if, if you're weak in special tests, go study some special tests. If you're weak in, uh, you know, admin roles and stuff, go study admin roles or leadership, study leadership, do, do something to get better. Yeah. There's, there's always room for improvement. And I mean, if you're staying still, no one likes stagnated water. So we got to make sure that we're still stream, always kind of moving, um, even if it's a 1% better every day, I think. And, and so that's something that I always try and strive for. Um, and of course, there might be days where you take a step back or two, but then as long as like you're getting, staying on track, I think, I think we'll be good. Mm -hmm. So I think really being, being there for our athletes is going to be huge in this time, especially ones where we're able to still kind of hold like an open clinic type time frame and so that we can still have that relationship maintain it and then kind of also help them in the transition especially those seniors whether it's college or high school who aren't going to be playing sports anymore if we're still able to help them through that transition it might also be somewhat therapeutic for us what uh what advice would you give athletic trainers to continue to make an impact on their athletes lives when they're not at the schools or um, you don't have that everyday contact with them like you normally would. How how right. can we stay involved and keep impacting? I think, I mean, social media, but that's always kind of like a big gray area, mm -hmm. I think, in terms of like the, the boundaries that you have to set with your athletes. But um, I think maybe shooting like something out in like the group or the team group me, if you guys have one of those, I think checking in on everyone, just kind of seeing how and kind of putting um, if anyone needs to talk is going to be an open thing maybe even if sometimes like yesterday we had a team activity where the coach took some of the athletes out to to lunch um because we were supposed to have a game yesterday but that got canceled mm -hmm. so um, he still kind of technically could get them a meal and so we did that as kind of like a last team bonding thing and i think one way to make sure that we still stay incorporated with our athletes is kind of go to those small things that might be a little out of our way, but also kind of gives us time to see the athletes outside of just like the the room or even like their field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the um, the group me. If you guys use group me, or if it's a, a standard group text message, right, um, or any kind of app like. Uh, so I'm at a secondary school, so I have teenagers. So yeah. I have a Facebook sports medicine page. Gotcha. I, yep. I, I use that. Uh, I think Saturday morning or Friday night, I put out there, Hey, if you need an at home re rehab program without, you know, equipment, let me know and I'll, I'll get it to you. So we can exchange messages that way without them being on my Facebook. Right. Um, so that's I, definitely one way that I thought, because we have a sports med sports med page on instagram and twitter as well so we've kind of been using that um throughout the past few days but since we've been in a lot of gray areas it's mm -hmm. kind of hard and t hard to say anything like that until we know like concretely what we're going to be doing mm -hmm. but yeah i definitely like that idea using facebook like the actual like group pages rather than like your own personal one 
Yeah, I just um, it's sports medicine, and it started out just with some athletes and some coaches, and it's it's grown over time to include some parents and family, which which is fine. I don't I don't care. Some people might may not like that, but it doesn't bother me at right. all. Right. Um, any anything else in your mind that's going on in the last week or so, and um, you you doing things that you want to do, or your thoughts on athletic training, or this whole epidemic going on? Yeah, I I think one thing that's like coming to mind or like it's showing is like, well, I don't know. I, it's such like an early stage. I think it's kind of hard for us to tell where everything's going outside of like before we're like, oh, it's only in Italy, it's only in Europe, only in China. But now that it's starting to like hit home, like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like when it first started, I was like, oh, we'll never see that. Like we're, we're fine. Like whatever. And here we are two weeks later, like everyone's freaking out. Like I just went this morning to target and I had just basically got an adrenaline rush from seeing a one package of Charmin ultra. So like, yeah. <laughs> um, kind of seeing that drastic turn of events has really kind of made me to change my view. And it's like, okay, maybe, um, this is a little bit more serious than kind of what I thought. Maybe we're not so like on top of the world and we're not immune to everything that we think we are just because we're in America. Um, so I, I think that aspect is kind of like an eye opening on like how this can all go down and turn really quickly. So. All right. I think this is a great example of, you know, eye opening and taking things for granted. And mm-hmm. um, I think there's going to be a, a lot of athletic trainers that are really juiced up in April to get back to work and to get back to the sports and to, to make more impacts and, you know, preventative and rehabilitative stuff. And uh, I, I think this is going to lead to a real exciting and energetic time. I don't know when, it might be a month or so, but I think we'll yeah. get there eventually. Yep, for sure. And I think as long as knowing us, like we always like to stay active. So like whatever we do, I think as long as it's productive towards either furthering ourselves and finding our, our identity, like we've talked about, um, or even kind of growing in our profession some way, opening up like a new, finding a new tool for a toolbox, mm-hmm. I think we'll be good. And it'll be a good time. So, And I also think this is going to be a phenomenal time to network because we all have extra free time and there's a lot of people on social media and they're going to be on social media more. So, yep. you know, go out of your way and follow some new people, whether that's athletic trainers or doctors or strength coaches, nurses, PTs, you know, just start yeah. following people and try to, you know, be involved in some of these conversations and these dialogues um, and just, you know, be there for another a medical person because we're all, there's a lot of people going through a lot of struggles right now with this. So, you know, just be positive and be there. Yep. Agreed. Um, anything else you want to talk about or you think we we hit everything i think we hit everything pretty well all right well uh thanks for coming on solo uh i was hoping there's gonna be some two other people but it was just matt and i and we we said let's do it so uh thanks for coming on matt and i'm sure we'll be talking a lot more in the next you know month or so all right sounds good (laughs) keep me updated and i will definitely come on in on any talk yeah have a good sunday brother thanks you too i'll see you